Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Danielle Denise. And I'm Sir Real Camille. And we're Yo. back doing the Abbott Elementary Review. We are. We were just talking about how like, we're, there's just so much shit going on. Like January is a really quiet month and it feels like it's starting to pick up. Mm-hmm. But we have been doing this shit consistently. Maybe not everything else in our lives. Yeah. But we've been doing this shit consistently. Yeah, we had to pat ourselves on the back because consistency, I know for me, has been a struggle all my fucking life. So, so challenged. Look at us. We are over here recording episodes and changing lives. So, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Very that. Very that. Oh, that. Well, this is that was lovely. Are we having a moment? <laughs> we just shared a moment, you guys. Please bear with us. We're so Please be patient with us during this challenging time. One hundred percent. Before mm. we get into the review, let's catch up. How you doing? Can we? I'm good. I'm here. I'm like you know the week. The week is occurring. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all happening. Um, and ain't nothing bad happening. There's just a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, and this keto has got my mind a little bit too clear, to be honest with you. Mm. And it's upsetting. <laughs> well, you look flawless, friend. Your face, uh, skin glowy. Ooh, I'm doing this gallon a day shit. Just, just like Danielle Denise. Oh, you're doing the water too. Okay, then yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah, you definitely got my glow going on. If not right. better. So <laughs> good. Mm, yes. You passed it down. Yeah, that's um, the ketosis. It makes me think of like when I go long periods of time, I'm talking about the brain clarity. Um when I go long periods of time without having my contact lenses in, it sometimes relaxes me because when oh. I when when most of what I see is blurry, like mm. I can't intake, I can't I can't digest enough like as much information with my eyes as I can when I am wearing my contacts. Does that make sense? It does, but I remember when I used to wear glasses, like the anxiety of not being able to see. It actually made it worse for me. So you're telling me you feel a little more relaxed that you can't see everything. I feel more relaxed when I'm like out when I just when I like if it's when it's day. First of all, when it's daytime, because I can drive without contacts with the sun's up or or when the sun's up. But when it's dark, bitch, no, I ought not. I truly ought not. He's blind. Um, (laughs) Don't tell. Um, But I. but you know, like when I'm out and I just have shit to do and it's just like, you know, I'm going to work. I'm go- If I'm just like doing the same shit I'm always doing, then I'm fine with not having my contacts in. It's really when I'm like at home and like trying to do things where it like starts to bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm like with friends and trying to interact, that bothers me. But, you know, if I can't see these kids faces clearly, whatever. <laughs> what you mean? You mean I can't see the crust around your lips? I don't care. <laughs> but... So I sort of feel like I'm, I've been wearing my brain contact lenses mm. since this keto has gotten more, I don't know, I guess I'm just getting this bullshit out of my system and I'm like, this is cute. Is this a withdrawal moment? Maybe not a withdrawal, but definitely a detox, you know, 
cleanse. It's, it's all of that. It's, it's a side effect for sure of just getting 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 this healthy eating go. I really can't yeah. even say healthy eating, but just like this intentional eating. Mm -hmm. I'm still shoveling cheese in my mouth like nobody's business. Which is in the diet, which I'm jealous of. I, that's the right? thing I took out of mine, but. Um, but at what cost, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I get cheese, but goodbye bread. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I didn't realize the impact of keto because when I went grocery shopping the other day, there's a lot of keto-friendly pro uh, products, like keto-friendly right? soups and broths. And every, every store got a keto everything. cluster. Yeah, so I was like, I didn't take the time to read like the difference, like as far as oh, like, no. what's in it, but it makes it easier. That's for sure. You're not just yeah. like out here searching for food. Exactly. There are definitely some things that like are considered keto that I still like raise an eyebrow at. Like some of the keto bread that I've encountered. I'm like, this is still a shit ton of carbs. So I don't really understand how mm. these carbs are supposed to be. Because it doesn't really talk about. And I, I don't really understand the difference between net carbs and regular carbs. So mm. if, if it if the carb number is too high then bitch we're keeping it pushing keeping <laughs> good for pushing. you that's just that's just being smart because you're probably right like people don't really pay attention to that and <laughs> just eat oh, it because yeah. it says keto on it and it's like gotta do your research boo we got to because mm -hmm. if i'm gonna be making this sacrifice i better be making this sacrifice for the for a purpose i will be <clears throat> i would be pissed like if i was part of america before we realized diet coke was a scam i would be <laughs> livid if i gave up everything but diet coke and that show is what ruined me aspartame <laughs> cha. listen people love their diet drinks honey you better switch to the zero mama or max whatever they're calling it oh i wonder if it's good but i don't like soda period now so i yeah i, I just don't really fuck with soda at all but mm -hmm. I, when i have done keto in the past i definitely jumped on that coke zero i was definitely a diva that would do like the coke zero i would definitely go get a lettuce wrap big mac <laughs> you know <laughs> so i would i would do it was bare minimum <clears throat> keto so <laughs> as far as i'm concerned right um but yeah i don't i don't necessarily i don't i don't trust we're in the age of trust no bitch so these labels always got me fucked up so the only place i i will take a risk is at this keto bakery mm. but um they have it in multiple like they, they have it listed that you know nothing they have whole has more than six net grams of carbs not this becoming a nutrition podcast anyway <laughs> we're uh, we're staying strong <clears throat> week four coming up this weekend you got it. How long are you going to do it for, though? The rest of my life. I'm just kidding. I don't oh, know. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, oh this is lifelong. Okay. <laughs> this is who I am, Danielle. <laughs> this ketosis is going to last forever. My main initial goal is to drop weight. Um, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm not built to be carrying as much weight as I'm carrying. That's, that's just the real, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, save your, you know, save the hate for when y'all get mad at Lizzo for... <laughs> doing a juice or some shit like it's her body leave her the fuck alone leave me the fuck alone um <laughs> like we gonna do what we gonna do understood um, 
So, you know, I want to drop the LBs first. Um, mm. I am going to be starting to, like, up my physical activity. and Because what I do not want to lose thighs. Mm-hmm. And I do not want to lose ass. I'm afraid I, mm-hmm. I might have... There might be, like, a Steve Urkel frame under all this. <laughs> I'm not trying to let that happen either. So, <laughs> you know. Right. We're going to start getting these weights going and shifting the caloric intake. Yes. I want to uh, get some. I want to get some shedding off first. So I got you. I got you. Well, yeah. Good luck, boo. I hope you get the results you want in a timely fashion, and you stick with it. Yeah, that's that's the stick with it. You know, and it, it, this does feel like it's gonna stick this time because yeah, I ain't doing it for Dick. That's right. We doing it for ourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Us. Mm. And how are you doing? I just did a whole lot of rambling about my keto. I know, and my challenge is all over, and I'm not really doing anything great for my body. I actually dived into just about everything as far as like cheese is concerned. Mm. Um, definitely had some cocktails. <clears throat> um, the first night when I drank, I went out to dinner with a friend, and I think totally had like three cocktails. I had three cocktails. <laughs> I felt all of it and I did oh, not yes. feel good. I was like, damn, that oh, was unnecessary. No. I didn't throw up or anything, but it was just like, it sat on my stomach and I was like, oh, I hate this feeling. I don't, I don't miss yeah. this. Why did I do this? Like, I just, isn't that funny? <laughs> isn't that yes. so, we put this shit on such a pedestal and I know, and I, that's part of the reason I'm like, a cookie sounds so stupid right now. Mm-hmm. Like a regular cookie, <laughs> like four, what? Whereas <laughs> last year I couldn't stop doing I couldn't get through a meal. I couldn't have a meal and then like not have a sweet at the mm, end of it. I, feel I was that, that girl. <laughs> like I gotta have I dessert. Like, well, like well. we're not done. My <laughs> tongue still has questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. We need the sweet option now. We just had savory. That's cool. Now we're on to the next. I respect that. And that's the thing that's picked up most lately. I w- I was on my walk a day ago and stumbled upon a barbecue with desserts and got me a little <laughs> apple cobbler baby uh, baby wait hold on was that this that bar- this is the barbecue place that you posted about yes all you, my stories yes you were posting the fuck out of a menu getting your manicure <laughs> uh, showed off on there i was like you better you better influence all right you better peep the nails but really we're gonna uh, shed light on this beautiful black owned barbecue spot that's mm-hmm. down the street for me i hate that it's so close because i went in there and i was like well i haven't had lunch yet so i got right? a thing of ribs beans potato salad and then they had like a thing of desserts and <clears throat> on the menu there's way more than what, what i saw but they're known for their cobblers so they had everything from peach to boysenberry but I'm not a cobbler person for real. So I stuck with apple because I know that was going to be like an apple pie. But it was just so fucking good. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I bought that. What makes that. a cobbler a cobbler? I think just how it's prepared. I think it's just the More pyrex dishiness. I don't mm. know. I don't know. Because when you think about it, it's very similar to pie. You got the crust and a, like on the bottom and the top. So. Oh, yeah. They do be putting it on top. But I think it's a dough bottom versus like an actual crusty bottom, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I could be way fucking wrong. I have no idea. (laughs) 
<laughs> not a crusty bottom. <laughs> Ew. Sorry. Sorry. Not not so, my bottom. Not I really my had crusty to be bottom. Nine years old because you said I could not even stop myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was very immature. Thanks, Camille. Thank You're you so welcome. much for your crude humor. I let one go earlier too. I can't remember what it was, but I was about to, Oh, you said cocktails and I was about to like I was about to interject and be like, wow, what a what a massive parking lot there was between the word cock and tail. Uh, and three of them? Sheesh. I didn't I know you could have went there. Thank you tell for me that. about it. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, yes. yes, I'm so sorry for my immaturity. No, no, no. We're just talking mm. about food and all things gluttonous. So, oh, and you it's best fine. believe when you got to the cobbler page, I had to skip your story. I said, "Let me not even hear this." I'm so sorry. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that there was a cobbler section, and I said, "I don't want to know." Oh my god! <laughs> it even said but, monkey bread, but it said only during the holidays. Bread. Only during and the holidays on there. Bread. Okay, I know it's not hard to make. I do love it. Like my mom. Oh wow, drag me, drag me. No, no, damn. Like oh wow, bitch. <laughs> How cool no, that you made some fucking. No, <laughs> I love that you made that, and I wish I had some. I'm sure it was I'm bomb. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a little cunty, my bad. Uh, no, girl. But... My, I have nothing attached to my ability <laughs> to make monkey bread. <laughs> I, I remembered it today. <laughs> Shout out to monkey bread. It a so staple good. but yeah no desserts are the killer anything sugar is mm-hmm. killer like if i could cut that out of my life i'd probably be ripped i would have hella abs and some more shit but i enjoy it from time to time and i don't like like super sweet shit i'm definitely like a pie girl angel cake a yellow cake i can't really do oh. brownies as much but i do love a regular regular chocolate chip moist cookie Girl, the, the magic of being black, like <laughs> all dessert could be eradicated from the face of the earth, except for yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Yes, and we'd yes, be like, yes. <laughs> yellow fucking What's the cake? problem? <laughs> <clears throat> that shit was bomb. I grew up on that. Uh, so good. So good. Uh, Listen. Damn, it's, uh, it's, thank God there is not a black family affair for months. <laughs> because mm. oh, that is when the weakness is powerful 100% 100% did you ever go to the taste of soul in LA no I didn't I never um I think I've only like I've truly only eaten soul food out maybe twice Uh, yeah I don't I typically don't when it comes to soul food it's hard it's hard but I, I feel I feel weird about it in California specific. Like I know that people mm. have gotten out here that know what they're doing. Yeah. But I just feel weird eating food that I typically only eat for special occasions made by my family. It just it just feels weird to buy it out sometimes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Every family makes the same dishes different, you know? So mm-hmm. like if you're used to it a certain way, it's hard for you to say well, for example, the black bean uh, the not black beans, but the baked beans I ordered with my food there was something different in it. Like I'm used to like pork or, you know, like bacon or pineapple or something sweet. That's usually pineapple. Like bean. Yeah. My, my family puts pineapple in it. <laughs> All right. You better it's go ahead good. and be used to that. It's good. <laughs> it probably is, but you know, you know, <laughs> if you, you know, that is a thing that it's all not I did was just thing. have the black holiday. No, it's not, but it's, <laughs> it, it will garner the black reaction. Oh no. 100%. <laughs> it's definitely it one of those things where reaction. like, some people might be like, what the fuck? And others might be like, oh, yeah, 
So, but you know, know. <laughs> it's, like I said, it's different with every family. But And I'm certain it would be bomb. And it, it is. But at this place, it was different. I think they put jalapenos. They put something green in it. I couldn't really tell what it was. Oh, God. But it had a off-putting taste to me. So I wouldn't order that again. But the ribs were on point. Uh, and that potato salad was fire. I was about to be like, so was it better than Texas barbecue? <laughs> Ooh, I can't even say that because I've only been to no. Texas once and I didn't even have barbecue. So I'm fake. I oh, gotta go no, back. No. I was just I, I just wanna evoke uh, the spirit of Lawrence Martin or what is his name? Martin Nate. Lawrence Walker. <laughs> Martin Lawrence Walker. Jesus Christ. That dumbass going going out on his fucking I'm still mad about that. That bar, that LA that barbecue fun. soapbox, like bitch, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Listen, he's like, look, Texas is right there. Sit down. <laughs> I know he was so loud and proud. Oh, it was so cute. We miss you. We miss your booty, Lawrence. <laughs> we miss you, Lawrence. We hope you're doing well. No, no, no. I, I don't miss him. Okay, I miss you, <laughs> Danielle Denise. I miss the cakes. <laughs> Anywho, let's get into this Abbott Elementary. Let's do it. We are on episode four, right? Yes, yeah, episode four. New tech, I believe, is the <clears throat> name, or new, new technology. Tech. Yes, yes. So this episode is it revolves around using technology tools to teach the kids how to read mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. reading is fundamental. It really is. Hooked on phonics mm-hmm. works for me, and these kids getting some new shit. Did you use hook? Oh, you know what's funny? I remember my mom, somebody bought me a whole thing and I never used it. It just wasn't my favorite way to learn how to read. I was like, what is this? Girl, I don't know. The, the first saw trap was me sitting in my room by myself <laughs> being forced to listen to cassette after cassette. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Hooked on <laughs> fucking phonics. It was so <clears throat> awful. I was like, do I have to sit here and go, uh, <laughs> right? That glorified babysitter, bitch. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I know. I was. It was truly. I was just put in a room, <laughs> in a chair. You will finish this tape. Oh my god! <laughs> finish that fucking tape. I was reading at a. I was reading at a high school level in elementary school, so I was like, "Work, Good thanks for, you. for that." Yes. But at what cost? You know. <laughs> I'm eating cheese, but what am I losing? <laughs> <laughs> I know when you think about it, it's pretty dark. You just <laughs> left it alone, abandoned. Ate it up, ate it up. Oh man! But you know, idiot, what it is. But yeah, these kids are uh, able to get up and walk around while they're learning how to read, and we love that. <laughs> we love that. I I was really trying to turn it into a genuine segue, and I just hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i love the effort thank you so beautiful. much yes so the kids are learning the new technology but before we get into the tech let's talk about the very beginning where we watch <laughs> good old miss t i love miss t because she's just genuinely trying but then quinta wrote the fuck <laughs> out of this episode because i'm pretty sure quinta's from philly and this scene is the most philadelphia thing i've ever seen <laughs> Oh, yeah. Her teaching the kids Philly slang has to be up there with anything else monumental about this show. Like, the kids are learning what a John is, a bull, a hoagie, 
It's which <laughs> I learned about hoagies from watching the Cosby Show. Yeah, those are little sandwiches, right? Yes. Okay. Which I was, I, I don't. They always, I always thought that hoagies were were like going to be these giant, and I guess they are. But I was like, these are sandwiches except giant. <laughs> yeah, just a big ass sandwich. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Also, uh, what is a John? A John. Start asking a white ass question. <laughs> From what I know, a John is usually describing girls, like women, and then bulls are describing a man. So, like that young John or that young bull is like saying that oh, little girl, little boy. They do be using it to talk about people, but I guess yeah, it's used, yeah, they use John to talk about anything that they just don't want to give a specific name to i guess well and then there's yeah and then there's drawn which is like you walling or you lying or no way kind of like that type of expression that's all i've I gathered just... so far and i listen to podcasts of like people from philly so oh yeah i feel like my I whole girl tiana like I, I listened to tiana say john for mm. months before <laughs> i was like tiana what the fuck you saying <laughs> Right, can you please <laughs> break please. it down. <laughs> what what have we been doing for for month? <laughs> but yeah, I like didn't even clock as a Philly thing. I was just like, she be saying this, and I've heard other people say, it, and I've never thought about what a John is. But leave it to Abbott. We when we now know. Yeah, they touched on it in the very beginning, and they're trying to get the kids to understand what they're getting into in real life. I like it. I like it. Right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's important, I, and I think it's important to not only because they're because listen, kids are going to use the slang regardless. So if you just teach them the the difference, regardless of if they use it or not, that's going to be just in the back of their mind. So that even if they're using slang in a paper, they gonna know on some level that it's wrong. Or when it's pointed out oh, to I them, agree. they'll be like, "Uh, Miss Teagues did tell me about that." Damn. <laughs> <laughs> It, it'll definitely set you apart from your parents. If anything, you're going to be ahead of the curb and they're going to be trying to figure out what you're talking about. So. Yeah. I think it, it just reminds me of like the larger issue of just people feeling the need to just sanitize education for kids. Like, Very true. You know, like we, we, we live and we lead messy lives. Shit goes on. Life happens. And that, but we're, we expect teachers to just put happy faces on everything and make everything cute and it's like bitch mm -mm. how are these kids gonna talk how, how will they be speaking okay <laughs> know that and then also show them i don't even want to call it proper but just you know show them grammar grammar that's you the know? one grammar <clears throat> grammar know your nouns pronouns and adjectives and verbs okay yeah that's very important but yes i loved that they touched on the the slang now if you were a teacher what kind of words would you be incorporating in your curriculum if you did like a slang class <laughs> well i mean you know i would i would probably jump a slang class guy here <laughs> i cannot think of a like, different way to say that i was like mm, this is trash if but <laughs> I, if i were to like cut the bullshit and incorporate relevant slang into mm -hmm. like my kids classes well first of all i'm also providing slang to uh 
these kids without realizing my first grader has been saying that things are wild because <laughs> I, I will react to things that he does and I'll be like, wow, you're that's wild. <laughs> and he's just <laughs> I love so that. I, I one day heard him say, I, I was like, so, you know, what did you think about that? Because uh, he was talking about a movie that he saw and he was like, I thought it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I just started busting up laughing. I was like, and I was like, um, so so he knows that I like am laughing at this. And so I was like, so where did you? So oh, this happened twice because he's done that. And then whenever if kids get things right when I'm working with them, I'll often be like, if we're like if we have like a momentum going, like they'll get an answer right on something, I'll be like, nice, boom, or like they'll get it right and I'll go, <laughs> boom, next thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll like see this kid like stacking Legos and he'll like get something how how he wants it to look and he'll be like. He'll like snap and say boom, and I'm like, oh my god! One I day this, this. <laughs> one day this mom's gonna ask me why the, why is my child saying wild and boom? Like, because like, he's cool, <laughs> right? He's hip, okay? He's with the time. Oh, that was so funny. But I like I asked him about both of those, and he was like, I got it from you. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh. he's going my straight impact. to the source. Your impact, I love <laughs> my it. Impact. But also so, the snitchery, it was really quick. <laughs> like, right? so I was like, you? listen, <laughs> this is going to come out. <laughs> it's going to come out. It's going to be on Twitter. They're going to say, I was teaching this kid how to say boom. I'm canceled. No, Can't wait. Listen. Um, but that's so that's, that's what I've been teaching. But I would teach, uh, I don't know, lit. Lit's uh, got to be in there. You got to teach the kids lit. No um, cap. <laughs> Oh, I hate that one. See this. One? I hate it too. <laughs> I hate it too. I can't. See, even that, that's say the it. thing. I would like. I don't even use the shit, but I, but no. I know the shit that they use, and I hate it. I think it's so dumb. There's a but new also, one. Go ahead. Some of these kids are still here saying "yo mama" after everything, and I had to tell middle school. Oh, like, what they still do? You <laughs> are you. I want you to know this is very uncool. And, Let her know. and I was like, listen, I don't know if people even say uncool, but I need you to know this is not a cool thing you're doing. This is like some Stone Age level comedy <laughs> that you're doing right now. It's not funny. And you do it all the time. Oh you really told him that like that? I didn't, t- I, I didn't tell him all that. Oh. I, <laughs> I gave him a smart to note version of that. <laughs> I just sat there for a whole minute. So like, you're not funny. This wasn't, this wasn't a good thing. But but every once in a while, like if he'll just like keep saying, it, I'll be like, "Wow, you're not really creative with jokes, are you?" <laughs> I will do that one. Damn. I'll be like, wow, you know you you are you. I was like, "Wow, you were you added a lot of really cool stuff to your painting." So I guess that, <laughs> I guess that you know the creativity just doesn't apply to your jokes. Oh my god! god I will damn. Do Listen, he must when, not when, take that person. When they are when they are <clears throat> kids do, he, ooh, kids do not like. <laughs> their mothers being discussed <laughs> especially when mm-hmm. the kid knows the kid's a mom yeah <laughs> so i'm like bitch you better quit talking about this mom you know <laughs> right like keep it Getting cute overly specific with these bad jokes <laughs> no it's, it's just being mean it's not even to be funny that's really what it is. just literally just going for the jugular like you know what i just feel like cutting you down acting like white gays on twitter <laughs> Mean and not funny. Mean, okay. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that made me cry a little bit. That was funny. But yeah. Oh, 
the slang. There's a new one that the kids are saying, push and pee. I still don't know what that means. Ooh. I'm like, what? Or what? Are we talking about it? being constipated? Push and pee? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like drugs. I'm like, are we pushing drugs? What are right. we doing? I am a Jeezy sounds, fan, but he never it's, said it's, that. It sounds like bowels. It sounds like drugs. It sounds like a kick push. It sounds like a push a T. Push a like it's all, oh, it. none of it is right. None of, none of it goes. But that's the way of the world, right? Like slang comes out every year and it's getting. All people, they come and go. I was going to say whack. I'm going to fight. Whack. When's the last time I said whack? I can't. Man, that's whack. That, I would still say it if I it's, thought about it. I say weak. It's like, it's special occasion slang. Yeah. I'm more of a weak. Like, I'll say, that's weak. Weak. You're oh, weak. yeah. You know what I don't say anymore? Tight. Tight. Oh, Ooh, I want to start. Toy, toy. I love that. People used to spell it T-O-I-T-E. Toy. Toy. Toy, toy. I'm going to start using that one. Yeah, no. There's so many words that we could add to the sauce. This so. is the slang cast. We slang and slang. Right. We know all of the terms. But I really don't. And you know what? I don't want to know. Like, I, no, I'd no, rather be further attached, detached. Beyonce said, can you keep up, baby boy? I said, no. <laughs> Can't. No. Sorry. But yes. So, <laughs> shout out to Miss <clears throat> T. Shout out to Miss T. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we jump into the next scene. Principal Ava has gathered the lower grade teachers for um, a reveal. Uh, and the first thing she says is, uh, I don't remember the last time I was up this early. Uh, or the last time I was up this early, I was yelling at my mailman. I don't need all, I don't need all them bills coming. <laughs> Fucking like, love <laughs> Principal Ava. So good. She said, your favorite HBIC, me. And I don't even remember what she said after that. But yeah, that's had some she, news for you, and she was unveiling this uh, the new learning technology that they're yeah. uh, rolling out at the school. Um, she said it was something that she brought that she's contributing to the school. Miss um, mm-hmm. Teague says uh, actually the school district mandated it, so you had to do this. <laughs> yeah, this is not a choice. No, so Ava keeps it pushing. She lets everyone know that uh, the kids are going to be learning how to read on these tablets. And it's going to mean great things for the school. It means new opportunities. It means the kids are going to allegedly have an easier time learning. But there's a lot of uh, concern from uh, staff like Mrs. Howard, like Barb. Uh, one might call her an old head. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a little worried. And then uh, the person that Ava, Ava has to actually run the presentation comes in. And it's, he's, this, he's this old, you know, senior uh, black dude. And uh, Miss and Barb's uh, Barb Miss Howard is shook about this, and uh, the yeah. dude says, "Yeah, you know, uh, uh, they can't leave us old folks behind." And not only does Barb not want to be called old, but this is really the main conflict of the episode: is uh, Barb represented for you know our teachers that are technologically av- averse mm. and concerned about you know being told that they're obsolete because there's new tech here and they can't keep up yeah yeah and she fought it mrs howard was not trying i mean she was already like overwhelmed with the tablet and trying to figure out how to work the apps and everything else but 
then she kind of just gives up and does her own thing <laughs> and says, you know what? I'm going to teach the kids how I know how to do it for the past 30 years. Yes. So. Which I get. But did yeah. you, so did you think she was going to go the <clears throat> stubborn way or like, I, I wasn't, yeah. I really wasn't sure how the, how Mrs. Howard's decision making was going to unfold. I was like, is she just going to blow it off? Is she going yeah. to, you know, act like she knows what she's doing, but not? Not at all. What did you think was going to happen? I feel like there's a lot of Mrs. Howards out there that are like of a certain age where they just refuse to learn anything more. You know, mm -hmm. they're like mm -hmm. embedded in their way. Like 30 plus years is pretty fucking long. And it, I understand the tenure where you're like, you can't tell me shit at this age, you know? Oh, yeah. So and there's younger people coming into schools all the time. Oh, of course. There's a bunch of Mrs. T's or Miss T's out there who are ready to try the new thing, you know? And I loved how excited miss t was because she's like barbara doesn't get it and i'm so excited for her to ask me for help <laughs> she's like she was waiting for that <clears throat> opportunity to like help her because she's like i need help from her all the time so <laughs> she said i've been fucking up this school since episode one it is my turn to shine bitch here we go exactly like it was really sweet though i loved that she was like oh i can't wait like she was ready but miss howard it, it was, was so prideful. it was the cutest kind of like excitement <laughs> cd excitement <laughs> it's very cute but like girl what are you doing <laughs> she was picking uh peeking in to mrs howard's room like how you doing like what's going on like <laughs> just waiting Wait, for her to give me that heads I up i thought it was so cute when she was like before miss teagues came in and miss howard was flexing around with the tablet and mm. she like accidentally took a picture of herself and she was like yes. who took that picture of me listen <laughs> if that wasn't elderly as fuck i was like oh yeah she's not she's not gonna want to use this <laughs> that was so cute i was like i do not have like oh cute old person moments so this is the cute no yeah it Grandma reminded me moment. of my grandparents for sure <laughs> who, who did that how they have this picture of me right i'm behind on my hotmail correspondence that part she wrote it a tesla okay <laughs> she was just listing technology that she has encountered in her life and yes. again she is just very averse to all of this um yeah she hates it what role did like technology play in your academic career like what what are the technologies that you remember so I totally remember when our computer lab got to transform into like those cute, colorful Apple computers, like the desktops. Yes. Gotta catch okay. them all. Yes. I totally wanted a purple one. Never got it, but you know, it was at school, so it was cool. And yeah, that's where you learned how to type. I think there was Mavis Beacon or some shit. That sounds literally was that, was like that what it? it was that was not at all in the forefront of my mind <laughs> i don't know how where i'm literally shocked i don't that know if that's right through. or not <laughs> that feels so familiar mavis beacon jesus christ yes you learned how to type you learned how to play organ trail which turned into like the sims later on um not mavis beacon teaches typing what it is oh my god a black queen <laughs> i'm amazing oh mavis beacon where are you oh my god shout out to mavis beacon oh my god i live i'm sure you could buy the program and still learn i want to learn how to type like uber fast i'm good but not great um but yeah no all of the games 
I mean, there wasn't a lot of games. I feel like Oregon Trail was like the longest game we ever played. Oh yeah, it lasted uh, for months, and then you end up fucking dying from scurvy. Sneaking in games of solitaire. Oh, that's Ooh, the one you die of scurvy and like dysentery. Yeah, there was like so many ways to die and get sick. I was like, what is Oof. the point of this game again? I'm just Poor trying to get to girl. California, okay? Just trying to get to Cali. <laughs> Where's God the California damn. trail, bitch? Right. <laughs> the buffaloes be dying. It's like, it's literally like, yeah, I don't know. It was a game of mortuary. I don't know. It felt weird. I don't know why I forgot what Oregon Trail is. I know, I know exactly what the game is. <laughs> Remember uh, yeah. Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? I never played that. That was a game, right? That was a game. That was, that was, they say it was a game. It was uh, It was a game they were playing with us. Oh, <laughs> game. This is school, bitch. It's a school. Don't, don't play with me. I used to love the cartoon, but I never played the game. So out of touch. Oh yeah, I actually had. I was like, I was shocked there was a cartoon when I found out about that. I was like, what? Really? Yeah. I'm, I was all about that game life. Now streaming on Twitch, Carmen San Diego. Shit, I might yes. get this Mavis Beacon and do it on Twitch. That would be hilarious to me. You should. Let me know if you do. I'll tune in. Oh, I shall. Throw you some tokens. Um. Yeah. I also remember like cell phone technology culture like outside of the classroom like the wave of in elementary uh, not elementary school. Uh, yeah no not elementary school no, no, no. oh i was about to say whoa <laughs> like you i'm live. just very young danielle i just <laughs> you don't understand i was about to say like how old are you <laughs> <laughs> who are you damn yeah no I've, i do actually remember we had a mercedes that had the phone in the car but it didn't work, I don't think. Or we just never used oh. it. But it was different. That was that sounds quite different. But, you know, mm-hmm. rock it out. I remember it being super... I remember finding out that, like, some cars could have TVs in them. And I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, yeah. That was in like... this goddamn Toyota without a TV in it. Oh my God, pimp my ride era. Hold on, that's changing the subject on shows. Let's not go there. 100%. Sorry. Come back. Yes. Me. Elementary. Yeah, no, technology Elementary. was very limited. You know, we had cord phones still and projectors. And the TV mm-hmm. was on wheels on like a stand on those rainy days. Oh my Good days, God. pizza party days, you know. That, that was technology. <laughs> I would be so lit to be able to go like write an answer on that <laughs> fucking transparent sheet. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, oh, Miss <clears throat> Arthur, I know the answer to this. I remember liking the task of cleaning those transparent sheets. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'll do it. Yeah, collect with them. You. Give me the glass cleaner, spray that shit down. I don't know what the satisfaction was. It was hard labor. <laughs> No hard labor, <laughs> right? But Clean the windows and shit. Yeah, shackled. Right. Uh, I uh, there's something about just like the the calming. Like when I think back to like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, and just being in like the classroom with the lights off because mm-hmm. we were just like doing shit on the projector. That's weirdly calming to me, even though I didn't know how the fuck to do that math back then. <laughs> it was tough times for sure. Drug. Math was not my strong suit. Mm-mm. But no, 100%. Good times, good times. I'm sure now the classrooms really are, actually they are, because like my youngest brother, he's in high school, they're, they have Chromebooks. So 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they got Chromebooks like a motherfucker. They got smart classrooms everywhere. I just yeah. subbed at a school where they had fucking 3D printers in there. And I was like, oh, shit. What? Oh, my God. What are you printing? Or <laughs> what? That's insane. They're just going to be pr- printing out poorly drawn dicks. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, listen, that's for like the uber creative students. But yeah, it could be a lot of dumb shit being created, too. <laughs> Like and it's it's the new it's the new like uh, ass on a fax machine thing or a- ass on a copier, <laughs> please. The most immature of things. Yeah, no. Um, These kids ain't creative with they. With, I'm telling you, they are not creative with their jokes. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Only two percent of children are genuinely funny. Yeah, that's why comedy is educate. such a sacred space. You know. Yeah, that's why we don't have children stand ups. No, no, no. We don't need that. Can you that. imagine a child stand-up? <laughs> it could be funny, but I can see it going like, it'll be too honest and raw. And it's like, damn, bitch, you're telling your mom's entire business. Like, <laughs> you gotta go. You're getting people arrested. <laughs> right. You tell it on yourself, too. Let's, let's end this. Yes. It could be funny, though. But for the most part, it's usually the ones that are being mean that are just not funny. It's like, no, you're just being oh, mean. You gotta go. 100%. To yeah. Um, Kids that know how to be mean... And are really putting that to good work are um, uh, Jacob's students. I forget his last name. Hill? I don't know. Mr. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cheese's class. Because Mr. at the end of his storyline, I love that one of the kids was like... Uh, we're on strike we're actually, or some shit. Yeah, we're on strike until you stop giving us goddamn pop quizzes. Like, give us some notice for this shit, bitch. Like, you trying to surprise us? For what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. They really but yeah, was, ground. <laughs> what uh, what Jacob is up to? I really cannot remember his name. Mister Jacob, I'll call him. Mister Hill. Uh, Mister Hill. It is Hill. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. So Mister uh, Mister Hill. I didn't realize. Like, I didn't think about like you know what grade everybody teaches, but apparently Mister Hill teaches somewhere between sixth and eighth grade because he is told that this is that that meeting at the beginning of the of the episode was not for teachers. Uh, that. Are in sixth through eighth. So what the fuck you doing here? And he was there for those that little shitty breakfast that Principal Ava provided uh, for them. Boxes of cereal. Um, Rude. Yes. Like we are adults. How dare you? Right. Like have some respect. So he's mm-hmm. he's in the teachers' lounge, um, trying way too hard to be friends with Greg. Uh, broham, Brosif, broski, yeah, broski, brotato, bro <laughs> I'm saying none of the ones he actually said. He said broski and brotato. Brotato. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing here? And I love how uh, Mr. Eddie gets this one line in. Jacob is there saying like, "Listen, I know you're uh, still the new guy around here." And Mr. Eddie just says, "I've been here a month." <laughs> and it's I shoot you not Jacob did not stop delivering his line he just literally said that in the little breath between Jacob saying he'd only been here for or he's still the new guy yeah and uh whatever the fuck else he said but he's like and I'm um, the second new guy so we should stick together like coffee and cream like coffee and creamer I said what are you doing <laughs> it was so corny but I laughed I hate it uh, also, shout out to Miss Cooper, who is who's been pregnant for a year and a half. Apparently, the entire time <laughs> she's been at that school, and we don't ask questions. Don't ask questions, you know. Miss Cooper is really committed to this pregnancy, so let her. Yeah, um, you don't know her life. She's right. living. She's living. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we find out what Jacob's like story, what Mister Hill's storyline is for the episode. When at one point he says something, he he, he says something about someone being the Southern Philly type. 
uh, and I think he, this might be when he's talking about Melissa. Talking, like, I think he's talking about Melissa. She overhears him, and then uh, she just—I love how like she just is all up on him, like a she fucking bully. Him. This episode, like trying to be like, <laughs> "The fuck you say about me?" Which is valid. Yeah, like uh, he was talking. How dare he? Yes, she corrects him from saying Southern Philly to, uh, to South, South Philly, Philly. Like, get a right beach. Right, Southern Philly did and, sound a little racist. Like what? <laughs> right southern philly like oh you're from the urban part of philly like, okay bitch right okay bitch Down, no, uh, but he right. he mentions that he's teaching uh them about unions in class because unions are a big deal in philadelphia a lot of unions were created that's all i know i was about that's to say I well hot diggity damn because i didn't even realize what they were talking about right there <laughs> so right. i love that it was about unions okay exactly so it's not it's not necessarily important that we the audience know that or like you know what went down with unions but the right. fact it but all that we need to know with mr hill's storyline is that there is a uh, a sanitized version of unions coming together mm-hmm. in philadelphia that he's trying to teach to his class mm-hmm. and melissa who grew up in south philly is trying to provide the uh real version of how unions came together and you know shit yeah. again we were talking about slang at the beginning of the episode we're talking about uh you know unions with the older kids and mm-hmm. i love that uh, once again we're talking about education not always being this cute beautiful g-rated disney movie like it doesn't always yeah. have to be that story because that's not the story America, like our country, this world's history that is not part. fucking G-rated. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Absolutely not. And another layer to uh, Mr. Hill's character is the fact that he doesn't do the work to research like the full story if there is yes. one. Like he definitely said to like Melissa was overhearing his classroom and what he was seeing and basically provide a little more insight because she's like, well, I lived it. I can bring someone in who can talk about it in a more authentic fashion. And he was just like pushing back a little bit or a lot. Just like, well, I listened to some podcasts, so it must be true. I read several books and it's like, if this is the millennial, this might be like the more millennial approach to newer professors maybe or not professors but like teachers who don't do more research than just a podcast or whatever surface level whatever's on the internet when you could have a viable source like melissa who can bring someone in who actually was there so yeah it all ties into everything you just said about the authenticity of a story versus what's in our textbooks already but it's not ever the full story it's never deep yeah, and I, I love that they tethered it to his character because again, it's not it, it's something that people will do from a malicious standpoint. But he's not he's not you know trying he, what he is doing. He's erasing the reality of the story of the people that like live in South Philly. But he's not yeah. doing that like with mal with ill intention or like no. He's it's just just naive. He's being lazy. He's trying too hard yeah. to be like. Sometimes teachers be trying too hard to seem cool to their students. It is a losing battle, bitch. Could be that too, yeah. You're right. Don't uh, don't try to impress these kids. They don't give a stop. fuck. <laughs> there, uh, like your sixth grader is not going to go home and be like, "Oh, mama, you wouldn't believe the media <laughs> that Mr. Hill brought to class today." Mama he chose to teach us with a podcast. He really seems to understand us, children. <laughs> like, no, bitch. I don't care. You are boring. <laughs> a seven-year-old thinks a thirteen-year-old is old. Like, shut up. <laughs> That's so funny. Mama, you wouldn't believe what Mr. Hill told us today. 
You wouldn't believe Mama. The nerve of him. Ah, girl. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I, and I also love how Melissa was waiting outside of his classroom again with bully posture, with like her foot on the wall, her arms crossed, like leaning yeah, against yeah. it. <laughs> no, she always looked like she's ready to punch him in the face. And she even said that I think she says something the Rocky about line. you can't take a punch. Yeah, you want to be Rocky, but you can't take a punch. That part, yeah. He's she like, was she's spitting poetry every episode <laughs> yeah like listen melissa is that friend you need in any type of work setting you need a yes. real one who can do things for you quietly she doesn't want to mess and she doesn't want everyone to know when you're on the inside with a person like mm-hmm. that who has access to the oh. outside needs and, and wants yes melissa's are really good at like helping you like if you are being if there's a jacob like ruining your life with conversation mm-hmm. if a melissa is on your side she gonna get you the fuck she, she's gonna get jacob together yep. and see to it that you never have to deal with this shit again oh yeah she presses okay she's Love. the real pusher p so uh, <laughs> yeah so, so the- <laughs> i hate that i said that <laughs> <laughs> really that's truly just like oh yeah i was just in like you know ping pong host mode like oh oh okay and segue moment in what <laughs> the fuck did you do that? i'm sorry continue with your segue no you're good um where was it? oh oh so th- so confusion happens when uh you know they're having their conversation melissa men- mentions that she's going to uh that she knows a captain that can come uh that was you know around for these things and he can come and talk to the class about what's good and then we get two separate confessionals to tell us that a huge miscommunication happened uh jacob hill turns to the camera and to talk to us about how he's excited that she's bringing a police captain so you know and this this mm. he is the white bread boy who would be lit over a police captain coming if i'm teaching a class yeah. and someone wants to bring a police captain to talk to my class you better believe they're getting a lesson about police brutality the day before, bitch. Yeah. So do that. Try it, bitch. <laughs> uh, and then they're going to have some questions for your ass. Question. Um, Pregunta. Question. We need to out. So Mr. Hill was like, oh, the police captain. Can't wait. Paw Patrol lit. And then <laughs> Melissa g- says that she's bringing her friend Vinny, the strike captain, which I do not know what a strike captain is. But he only has a hundred more hours to clear his record, or a hundred more hours of community service to clear his record. Yes, and he and he recently just got out of jail. So let's go, let's go, my cousin Vinny, please. Come on, I love Melissa. She's helping homies homies win always. So I appreciate yes. her. Yes, she she's and she is she's doing she's helping the kids win. Yeah, because she's pissed at Jacob <laughs> fucking with her history. Yep, her her Philly, her Philly, her Philstery. I don't know. Philstery, yes. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Philsteries. So uh, we can. So let's jump back over to Mrs. Howard before we see how this lesson with Vinny goes with the sixth graders. Um, mm-hmm. Mrs. Howard is funny because she doesn't understand the technology yet she knows how to cheat the system she sure do <laughs> she's like listen i'm gonna teach the kids how i want to teach them because it's worked for me but let's just plug in these a's for everybody so i don't have to hear nobody's mouth i honestly understood the plan like smarter work smarter not harder <laughs> so it fly under the radar yeah you know they get off your back hopefully these kids learn your way we're good 
but it backfired unfortunately so quickly yeah yeah i think it was the next morning when ava hit the fucking intercom (laughs) (laughs) right principal coleman literally called her out but in a way where it was good like congratulations to mrs howard she got all her kids reading at the top of the class and everyone applause Miss Howard looking a little embarrassed, like, oh, shit. (laughs) That's not what I wanted. So, and then Miss T over here, she's like half salty, but also like she knows she's lying. She's like, no, no. She was just struggling with this yesterday. Yeah, she just does not believe it. Yeah. Also, shout out to Mr. Hill for showing up in this storyline to start the fucking uh, slow clap and the cheers or the chants. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Miss Howard is like, I'm gonna fuck this kid up. <laughs> yes, Mr. Hill is just annoying. He's always that like inconvenient person that's just there. He, he's the definition of performative. Like he is performative. Yeah, doing things for people to see it. And but like genuinely, he's genuine about it, which is beautiful, but also annoying still. Because it's like, oh. yes, he's a puppy. He is a puppy. Puppy, a, one who's been out in the rain for days. Yeah, he's very that. He's very. Um, that. But yeah, we ju- after all this, we do see uh, Janine approach Barb again. Barb is steady lion. Janine is starting to is you know believing that it's like it's happening. Like if she was really doing it, like she called her Yoda, but with better edges. <laughs> <laughs> Shady. And then um, she is, and then uh, Miss Ava comes, or Principal Coleman, Ava Coleman comes in and, uh, with a poster that has uh, <laughs> Miss Howard's face on it and all the kids saying, <laughs> Who getting Ava to Mars, young Sheldon's? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, young Sheldon's. Yes, she's killing it. But um, no, and the kids. So, okay, wait. The kid that has uh, basically Principal Ava puts it on Miss Howard to pick a kid to read out loud during an assembly i guess and to show off their fourth grade reading skills right show off their skills what grade are they supposed to be in like first grade the kid these kids are in kindergarten oh they're in kindergarten oh my god yeah that's wild <laughs> to say all the kindergartners yeah. read at a fourth grade level oh yeah <laughs> you wildin you drawn that's not, crazy not an assembly being this like uh reading rap battle <laughs> right like let's put them on display in a cypher yeah <laughs> cypher like basically like principal ava is so crazy because she'll she would do some shit like that and she'd make a tiktok out of it <laughs> but yeah so miss howard was still trying to be like smart like let's pick this so such and such student because she knows he can kind of read but principal ava no, picks I, the one I, everybody who, knows khalil's a little dork yeah <laughs> pick a different one right Pick a one that the one that be dancing. I don't know what his name was, but he was dancing like all oh, that's episode. Will. William, that's right. Because <laughs> one of the pages she made him read was like, it's like, it's like your name, but with the H. And he oh, says, yeah. Helium. It was, Jack, it was Jack and Joe went up the, <laughs> the hill, right? Helium. <laughs> he was like, so okay, cute. <laughs> he was so cute. <laughs> He was uh, hilarious. He was hilarious with like, no teeth. So good. So good. But Funny little, little nugget. Yeah. So basically, Miss Howard is trying to make him memorize the book so he can look like he can read. Oh, my God. I'm trying so. to make him. Like he, she, that is smart, though. I, th- like, the way this story yeah. progressed, I did not see coming. 
Same. This is teachers finding. I just kept thinking Barb was going to come clean. I didn't expect her to hold on to this like yeah. so deep. I was, I was like, "Are you gonna let us get to the entire assembly before you say something?" And she was doing you know, good. I will, yeah, I'll give it to her for like coming up with some type of way for memorize. the whole episode almost, and then that, <laughs> then she's like, "All right," so I lied. So all her plans were getting thwarted because even she, because yeah, she had him memorizing this book and then Miss Teagues came up to her right before the assembly with questions, which I'm like, girl, if I'm about to go up onto an assembly stage with my child, first of all, Miss Ralph is no, is not a performer. Or like, I mean, this character is not a performer. Right. So like teachers are often nervous <laughs> to get up on an, on an assembly to have to like talk yeah. uh, to her, to their peers. So, I was like, girl, fall back. But yeah, Miss Teagues is crying, <laughs> talking about how much uh, Barb means to her and how much she can't wait to learn from her. Ava's talking about Coach Carter. <laughs> oh, yeah, on stage. Yeah, no, everybody was just doing a lot. And Miss Howard was like, I got a muscle through. And she almost got it. Like, if Principal Ava didn't change the book on her, she would have been cool. She would have been cool. Principal Ava said, don't nobody want to hear about pails and water. They want to hear what Michelle O got to say. (laughs) (laughs) She said, this kid better read Becoming by Michelle Obama. Which doesn't sound like the easiest of reads either way. But bless this boy for holding the book. And it was upside down. And he said, okay, (laughs) here it goes. (laughs) That was so cute. Because it was just the most genuine little smile. (laughs) He knew he wasn't going to be able to figure shit out. He was like, these words look like they always look with the book upside down. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to say something. I was just so curious on what he was going to say or if he was going to try to sound it out. I was so ready. But Miss Howard closed the book. She said, okay, that's enough. <laughs> she said, let me not embarrass this, this baby. Boy embarrass yeah. <laughs> Before his mom calls right. me like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> What did you do to my little bull? Right. Why do you have him on stage? You know he can't read. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh God. Bless so, her. Yeah, she had she, she you know she stepped in with grace. She didn't she get did. all flustered. Nope. She just said it like it was. She said, I lied. She was real elegant about it. She's like, listen, I did what I had to do to get where I gotta go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at the end, and then at the end of it, uh, they're interviewing Janine and Ava. Janine says, I can't believe Barb lied to me. And Ava says, girl, if you're going to lie, you got to let me know. She said, normally I encourage cheating, but girl, you got to let me know. (laughs) Barbara, who would have thought? (laughs) That's really funny. Right? She said, Barbara would have thought. That would have been the ultimate, like, character shift if Barbara just went to Principal Ava, knowing what a scam artist she is, and just said, listen, girl. Listen. You know what I did. Right. Can we cancel this assembly, please? <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> let me tell you right here, right now, um, those scores are lies. Lies and fairy tales, sis. Let's shut this shit down while we still can. <laughs> it down. It's so that's why you can't hate the principal. It's like if they thought about it, I understand they just don't like the principal because she's just not doing her principal duties. But at the same token, she seemed She'll the most like a principal out. this episode. This is probably the most principal shit she's done. Because all she did, she introduced new technology. She tried mm-hmm. to celebrate 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a high-achieving teacher, an allegedly mm-hmm. high-achieving teacher. <laughs> and at the end of the episode, when uh, Miss Howard pulls Will out of her room uh, when he's when she's when he's uh, reading uh, "Becoming" by Michelle Obama to her, I was like, she is putting him to work so that he like this is why he knows how to read because she has him in here reading this book to him. I'm like, this woman is an educator, Principal Coleman. We salute you. <laughs> I loved how he was reading the book to her and she was like, I know that's right. She's <laughs> agreeing with Michelle Obama through the voice of this child. Right. The little boy's like, can I stop Love now? That. Can I take a break? And she's like, oh, the book's just getting good. <laughs> Keep going. It's probably, she found out to talk about Barry Hussein. Right. <laughs> that is wild. But that's that's Principal Ava. That's she would Principal do that. Coleman. Yeah. So... But yeah, spoiler alert, this kid no- learns how to read. Uh, we actually find out in the, in the scene right after the assembly when Mrs. Teagues confronts Barb about her lying. What did you think about this exchange that they had? I feel like it's it's funny, but valid. Like she has every right to feel that way. Like Miss Teagues feeling like, damn, like why you just didn't come to me? Why you had to lie say you were doing all right when you weren't? I yeah. understand that sentiment. Uh, because Miss Teeks just looks up to her so much and she's just trying to create this bond of just like, you know, giving back to her and reciprocating all of the, her her needs because she helps her helps Miss T all the time. So mm-hmm. totally valid. But also, girl, mind your business. Like <laughs> Miss Barbara don't have to explain nothing. If I was Miss Barbara, I'd probably be like, girl, leave me alone. Like You've been bugging all God, right. Like I, I know, I know I lied. I'm sorry. But like, like at the end of the day, after I had just gave that speech at the assembly that I lied, let me breathe. Damn. Ooh, like I'm so irritated. Damn. I will say though, because the first note that I wrote this episode was that this time Mrs. Howard was uh, all up in Miss Teague's space when she came in mm. talking about how she was here. So I was like, that's interesting that they actually had her sort of invading Miss T's classroom oh, in the and beginning. picking her apart yeah. before she was more at fault um, during the episode. So I, I, I just thought that was an interesting dynamic. Because like I thought the same circle. thing about Miss T. I was like, girl, you need to back the fuck up. Yeah. But something about the way that she conveyed her feelings made mm. me be like, damn, she really does just want to help. She That's what I'm win. saying. Like, right, she really <laughs> is coming from a good place. <laughs> But, but just, like you uh, said, girl, damn. Right, like move. I hear you, but let's talk about this tomorrow. But yeah, it is. It's, it was quick karma because you, like, now that you said that, I forgot mm-hmm. that Miss Howard was all up in Miss Teague's class. Like, oh, you teaching Ebonics? Like, what's going on? But like, <laughs> <laughs> not Ebonics. But that's just a prideful. I I appreciate her as a character, like very prideful, a yeah. little bit older, seasoned in the game, and not ready to change for nothing. So I like that they her showed others. her going to such length to sort of yes show. I guess what you could call a toxic trait. Yes, because she like you know the way the way Miss Teague's talked about her, you know, really putting her on a pedestal, really seeing her as this like almost inhuman in the realm of like the teaching world she, she just sees her in such a high regard that she, it does make her this sort of unattainable untouchable but you know we, we live in a time when we need to realize these are just people all these people that we idolize whether it's online or in person they are just people and they are prone to fucking up and they're prone to feeling 
less than and that's what miss howard really i love how miss howard talked about what she felt about her inability to grasp technology and what it might mean for her ability to do her job that part that part i love this show it's so it's layered so yeah so good so layered so many gems and it's, it surprises me every week. I like every week. I'm. I just. I appreciate more and more that we decided to do this show. Yeah, you know, every episode it's getting better and better, which I'm in. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. I told my mom about it today, so I hope she watches it. Yes. Yeah. So and um, also shout out yeah, to. Well, oh, go well, ahead. Let's, let, let's wrap up Jacob or Mr. Hill's storyline and Melissa before we um jump. To oh the yes, yes. End end of the episode. Yeah, so basically, we're meeting Vinny now. Meeting my cousin Vinny for the the the, oh, the yeah. seminar on union. Yes, yes, he comes in talking to the class, and Mister Hill's not having it. He's not loving this situation. He's not. I don't think he's feeling Vinny, and I don't think he's feeling his story. So he mm-hmm. pulls Melissa outside. He, Go ahead. He was talking. I was just gonna. He was talking before the class to the or before he came into the class about how. You know, this is a, this is an upright citizen who did a lot of peaceful work. He's telling the story of a cop. Like it's, <laughs> and right. he's not, he didn't know <laughs> who was happening. coming through the door. <laughs> not at all. Cousin Vinny just got out, fresh out. Okay. And he has a story to tell. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so he comes in and um oh yeah, he introduces us to Jim what his name is. Uh, Mr. Cheese, right? No! <laughs> Wait. I was calling Jacob Mr. Cheese. Oh. Damn, um, what was his name? Mr. Tire Iron. <laughs> Tire Iron, that's right. He said, Mr. And then Cheese. Mr. Hill was like, uh, is there something else we can call you? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bully. So like, we get that scene, and then we don't even really see much of what Mr. Tire Iron is telling the kids, but um, we do see Jacob being pissed off, and sort of trying to really going in on Melissa outside of the classroom. Yeah, he's uh, Being like, was he an eyewitness to to these unions being created or was he an accomplice? (laughs) Like, bitch. And this is when we get that beautiful line. Like, that was just the most white bread, like, annoying, like, cop sympathizing thing to say. Um, But I love how Melissa gets him the fuck together. But she she calls him out for doing all this to romanticize history, but not acknowledging the real truth of what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, He says, you want to be Rocky, but you can't take a punch, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I wish he threw the bitch in there. Right? Truly. Um, But what was the other line? But she got up on him when she did it, though. She, like, fucking bucked at him real quick. (laughs) When she said, you can't take a punch. And he's so scary. And he was like, um, I, I, could, I could take a punch. <laughs> he's like, it's all good. Like, trying to convince himself. Like, child, not leave. He's sensitive fake. skin. He's so, uh, so fake. Uh, but but she wraps it up by saying it's about respecting where they're from. You got, if you're going to teach their history, you have to respect where they're from. Because yeah. he's showing that he like has all these pre- preconceived notions mm-hmm. and judgments about just the way that things are for these kids. Right. Yeah. He needs to look at the bigger picture. Um, but yeah, so they make up at the end of all of that. So they're they're cool again or amicable. Yes. He brings a, a piece lasagna after his after his kids tell him 
that they're going on strike thanks to mr tire iron tire iron yeah shout out to mr tire iron um basically encouraging the kids to do their own thing like go on strike <laughs> which i, I mean, love <laughs> listen pe- people seem to forget that you know uh, the right to protest is in the bill of them 100 percent. 100 we are free to protest but people people love acting like it's this terrible thing <laughs> mm-hmm. no you do what you gotta do you better go on strike fight for your rights i just had a girlfriend go on strike and she works for kaiser oh yeah so it can happen anywhere is it like a big thing that kaiser's doing or is it like a specific wing or something it was a big deal it was in the bay area so it was a few different kaisers up there so i would say like the bay area region of kaisers um because i have friends that work there and some of their parents they would individually go on strike just due to their current contracts and raises and stuff that they didn't get and they feel like they deserve because inflation right now is like way high it's like six percent so a lot of companies need to really match that especially if they're unionized and she Mm -hmm. was telling me about how you plan that shit out with like everybody like you aren't working that time you are striked though that's the only problem and that's why like you know companies will hire scab workers and stuff and pay them like triple but long story short she said they got what they wanted by like two percent more of their salary or something crazy and i'm like that's it you fought for like a month off being getting paid Listen, and you got that two percent but that's all progress is so painful like so painful. you can roll you can roll back process progress in a fucking thanos snap bitch but it takes so long to so undo long. or to like shift perspectives or to get people on board for shit it is yeah. insane just for like you know our basic needs that's it right like <laughs> credit bare it, minimum. it is it is like credit yeah your credit will tank for one little fuck up but it will take forever to just pay to that debt off yeah brick by brick damn it come on <laughs> brick by brick so yeah small <clears throat> wins and um uh, i love that they highlighted in this episode that was beautiful i do too unions oh, oh. oh shit okay there we go um my screen just blacked out for a second hey uh-oh um but yeah i love that we we were at the end of their hallway scene right oh yeah we were at the lasagna the lasagna peace offering the yes. apology and then oh he apologizes the way melissa's ex should have yes. <laughs> i love that line <laughs> very that yeah so all is right in the world yeah i love their conversation she she just lays it out for him real cute you're trying to sanitize this place but our history is who we are good bad and of course you've met mr tire iron the ugly uh, <laughs> so just next time and he, i and jacob is very like he's over not over apologizing but he's over apologizing for what melissa needs i think yeah. um because melissa's just like yeah just next time have a little perspective that's it's it that simple that's it you gotta do all this no uh also mr hill's kids have pensions now thank you once again mr tire iron i don't know how a sixth grade class has pensions in a matter of <laughs> hours but they did that listen in real life <laughs> these kids are about to have it all they're about to have stocks ready to go yes. they're gonna be trading a shit by second grade i mean miss T, according to miss teague they're slinging nfts from the womb so oh 100 percent. right she's <laughs> she don't know about, what that means but she knows they're doing it <laughs> listen miss t is a hip okay she's like i lost my crypto wallet i'm like excuse me 
don't even have one of those. <laughs> my crypto wallet girl. I love that. Uh, but yeah, no, this show is so progressive. I'm into it. It is. And in some ways, because I love the, the running line of Principal Coleman hitting on uh, Mr. Eddie, a.k.a. Young Idris. <laughs> because Wait. it is such a, it's just such like a, we, you know, we always see men in power. Yeah. Abu- like, you know, abusing that power towards women. But in a school, it is often the women in power. So this is. That's true. This is just. Go ahead, Miss Coleman. I ain't gonna tell. <laughs> she walked into that room saying, "Hey, girls and young Idris, working hard. I love to see it. young Idris getting her feel in. Like she knows when to like subtly sexually harass this yes, man. Yes, she sure does. Apparently." <laughs> uh, I, but she also lets them know that um, the apparently they were uh, whoever they got the iPads from, which I guess was the pen, the like the. E- yeah. Some penal Pens- Pennsylvania, the prison system somewhere. <laughs> prison pencil. Did they Patagonia. say <laughs> I don't know. It's something about prisons. Yeah, but they're they're basically saying that they were like doing data collection. I didn't really, tr- I didn't completely follow what they were doing, but they said that they were doing illegal data collection through the software that they were using to teach the kids. And there was a correspondence between reading levels and the number of beds a prison needs. Yeah. Which sounds like they were only giving beds to people that met a certain reading level in prison. So they're throwing some real dark shit. And honestly, this sounds like something that would actually happen. I was about to say, I rewinded that because I too was like, wait, what did she say? Because it moves pretty quick. Like you low-key have to watch it a couple times. But yeah like i feel like that really is that's probably why we had to do all those star tests loki you know how you have to take those star tests every year it was like taking the sat and they're like you don't have to study but you need to get lots of rest and it's like what is this really for because it's not like you needed it for anything you didn't need to graduate nothing hated that mentality like yeah people really were out here telling like talking to us like the secret to passing a test was a nap (laughs) <laughs> yes, like make sure you're well rested and drink lots of water and eat breakfast. And I'm like, what does this have to do with this test? What is on here? Like, <laughs> mm. and, and I, I was fortunate enough to be like good at tests in school, so I always would hear that and be like, that ain't how I be passing this shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> right. It was harder. <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird time every year because like eat a good breakfast, you'll do great. Yeah. And that's all you did, like, for, like, two weeks. Like, you didn't have to do nothing else. You weren't learning shit. You were just taking these tests. And then you just never heard about them again. <laughs> I was like, okay, right? so does my mom That and the presidential fitness shit. I was like, why? Oh, those I... physical tests? Those were bizarre. Girl, I'm I was like, in the classroom, bad on a field, and <laughs> I hated <laughs> I was like, fuck the I, I hated the president real young. I was like, fuck you, George, and this test. Listen, I never understood the... Okay, I already hate running as is, but having to run like a mile or something was just so outrageous for some reason. For the president who don't ever bring his ass to this school? Okay. Right, like, what right. does this have to do with me or anything? Like, it don't. It don't. And pull-ups? It doesn't. Never could a do pull a pull-up. Up, bitch, where's my diaper? Pulls are hard. Like what? This does not mean I'm not physically sound. I promise. (laughs) Like I can breathe. I'm I'm trying to be physically quiet. If you would just let me. (laughs) Right. 
And why, and I remember in junior high, they check you for scoliosis. Why was that something they did in school and like not something you would personally do with your doctor? Well, it's because scoliosis sounds like scholastic. I don't know. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't not. know. <laughs> so many questions. I have so many questions on why we did certain things in school. I remember signing yeah. a rate waiver saying like you might be topless. I was like, wait, what? Why do I have to be topless for this? Uh-huh. <laughs> Because they need to see your back and stuff. And I'm like, uh, this is so weird. That is so that weird. is an unnecessary loophole to have uh, ready to be exploited. Uh, please. Listen, yeah, the school mm. system is dark. But, you know, Abbott Elementary goes there. So we and don't have do. to. <laughs> they absolutely do. Uh, but yes. yeah, Principal, Principal Ava confiscates the iPads and their illegal activity. Melissa calls it, says, you're going to sell them, aren't you? Because Melissa knows what? A hustle. And Principal Coleman, I'm pretty sure, already has buyers. Already. Um, she was like, and what would you rather I do, Melissa? <laughs> oh, yes, with her hand on Mr. Eddie's All city, over. which is where I want to live. Yeah, she's right. She's leaning on this man, explaining herself to Melissa. Melissa, yes. you see, Melissa knew. Melissa knows a scammer because she, too, might scam. So I'm just glad it's Scammer understood. cannot scam. Exactly. I love that. Melissa might even help her. She's like, listen, give me 20%. You can sell all of them to Tire Iron over here. That's it. That's it. Um, but yeah, the episode rounds out with uh, Miss Teagues and Miss Howard, uh, you know, being friends again. They're all doing great with the software. Motherfucking Will is finishing reading the last lines of Becoming by Michelle Obama. <laughs> yes he was and then barb just saves will from the the clutches of principal ava to free him from his life as a kindle yeah he was about to be the audible of <laughs> she the said <laughs> she said bitch you owe me an audible subscription for taking my reader away 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. come on miss uh sure principal is. ava Oh, so good. It's so and good. I, and I mentioned before that I watched the stand-up, or Janelle James's, a.k.a. Principal Coleman's stand-up special in yeah. the stand-ups on Netflix. Yes. Uh, like you had watched a couple weeks ago, and I hurt from laughter. Oh, no, she's great. She's great. I love her. So funny. I got to figure out where she's from. Is she from Philly, too? I don't think so. I'm wondering. I could see her being from Philly. Yeah. Janelle... James. Janelle James? Where are you from, girl? You don't even say. And the answer is. Let's go to her wiki. She's from New Jersey. Just kidding. I was say, really? A Jersey girl? She resides in Brooklyn, but I don't know if that's where she's from. You know what? I, I feel like she. She talk about that in her stand up. She might have. She began her career in Champaign, Illinois. Still not saying where she's from, but we'll say she's okay. from there. The Midwest, East Coast area. Yeah, Middle West, Eastern Coast. You know, she does a lot of things. She's been to a lot of places. She's fun. She's worth your time. Oh. Go check out Janelle. She's busy. I understand. And good for her. And you know who else is busy? Us. Oh. Which oh, is yes. why we decided to just focus on uh, the joy of our, of life and this episode today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not serving up a girl by 
moment this no week. It does not mean that there are not girl by worthy things, Florida. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> you know, we're in a positive place. So we're going to keep it cute this week. Yeah, we want to keep our spirits high because there's a lot to be mad about, and I don't feel like going yeah. there. Um, let's cool. let's let's say our favorite moments from the episode. I would say the very beginning, uh, Miss Howard's whole entire lie, and getting <laughs> caught, and then the very end where Principal Coleman has the little boy that just learned how to read being her personal audio or audible. <laughs> Loved that. Yes. Um, mine are. You know, I had a, a brief gay fantasy uh, with uh, Mr. Eddie and Mr. Hill. <laughs> Just in that one scene that they were together. So that was a highlight. Love that. Um, what else? I would say... Uh, oh my God, we didn't even talk about... This was a highlight. The, uh, the Ikea conversation, that awkward-ass con- exchange between Mrs. Teagues and Mr. Eddie... When he was like, hey, we should meet up after class today to work on the software. And she was like, oh, well, I'm actually going to be doing, uh, me and my, my boyfriend are going to go shopping for a bed. Oh, that part. And she was like, you could come. You could help us find you, one. Like, what? Who? Why do would you I in, do that? <laughs> no, no. Even if, this, even if this was just a coworker friend thing. Like, No. I'm not gonna go with you to buy a bed that y'all are gonna fuck in. Like, I'm not gonna. Why do I, why do I need to be there? And then Mr. Uh, Eddie was over here lying, talking about, yeah, I got a friend, a girl picking me up after school. Oh. Like, that sounded a grown. <laughs> he said, he's in a car full of girls. And Ms. Teague said, what? <laughs> like, are you trying to one up me right now, bitch? Like, what are you talking So I thought that whole thing was hilarious. Seriously, they're both equally awkward and it's like a little a little romance brewing so 100 yes. oh and then last great moment was right before um miss howard and um will went up onto the assembly stage she she said to him one more time remember no dancing and he goes but miss howard that's what i do miss howard I, oh yeah that's <laughs> what i do i was like miss it is a Star. nigga. Yeah. This kid is a nigga. <laughs> I love like the this kids. kid is so black. <laughs> Listen, every every child that has a speaking role, I I love. I live for their dialogue because it feels I was so like, genuine. Are you talking like you are twenty something? This what I do, Miss Howard. <laughs> oh God! It's his no teeth having little front teeth part. I love that. that. Too. And his little birthmark on his face. Oh, yes, he's a cutie. No, he's hilarious. We love. I love. I love meeting the, the little nuggets at the school. They're all very funny and very cute. They are super cute. So they deserve shout out to the kids. Mm-hmm. But yes, oh my gosh, that app wraps up this episode. Is there anything you want to plug? Anything going on? You know, I'm about to be back on my regular streaming schedule shit on Twitch. So you can find me at twitch.tv slash sir real Camille S I R R E A L. Figure out the rest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll be streaming on Twitch starting in February. I'll be streaming on Twitch. Wednesday and Friday evenings, as well as Saturday afternoons. Get into it. Yeah. Come on. Booked mm-hmm. and busy. Also, I'm celebrating two years on Twitch on 2222. 
Oh, shit. That's too much, too, to be honest. That's got to be play the lotto or something. That's like a big deal. The numbers. Got to look that up. All right. I've never played the lotto in my life, but maybe (laughs) that'll be the day. Listen, it's never too late. It's always going. (laughs) Right? It will never not be there. As long as you have time. As long as people are hopeful and delusional, there will always be a jackpot. Uh, We live. Love delusion. We love it. Yeah, that's me. I'm also Surreal Camille and all the other shit. Uh, Check it out. And what about you? Caramel Denise. First of all, are you more? Do you pronounce it caramel or caramel? I say caramel. I love that. Pronounce that extra a. Yes, yes, I am. Thank you very much. But I don't have a lot going on. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm transitioning jobs right now, so that's Big probably yeah. That's like my focal point. But please follow me on Girl What underscore Pod. If you listen to me on Apple, leave the rates and five star reviews. I appreciate any and all feedback so definitely hit me up there personal ig is also danielle denise la and that's it for me follow us follow our podcast the podcast and girl what yes and we'll be back for next week for uh episode five of abbott elementari yes thanks y'all thanks bye guys